Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Morning of Men Sports Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. I got a loaded show for you all today, so without any further delay, let's get started. And Vinny DeWard last week posted a video via Twitter, YouTube, or wherever you're going to get your social media content at showcasing the brand new load-in screen mechanic for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And I thought this was quite interesting. Uh, you can actually find that down in the link below. I will put the official Infinity War tweet out and about there for you guys. That way you guys can actually watch it for yourselves if you have not. But the new load-in screen mechanic is... You in a helicopter, and you're actually getting an overview of the map itself. And honestly, I like this because now it gives teams an opportunity to like, okay, now I want to go in this certain position right here to load up because the way it's looking like I can actually get a head glitch or a good spot on two players. And th- this is a great move for Call of Duty for going into the 2020 season of the COD League and other players are there. I mean, they're, they're excited for this uh, luminosity gaming, of course, or was it elevate? I think it was elevate gaming. They will not be competing no more in the Call of Duty league. So that is very disappointing right there. I was actually kind of starting to like them a little bit. Um, but, but other than that, you know, really, this whole Call of Duty Modern Warfare game is going to be one for the ages for not only just like just players, like amateur players, good players like myself, but it's going to be one for the ages for the pros because this is going to be the biggest Call of Duty ever, really. And number two, it's going to be more competitive heavy than really Black Ops 4. I mean, honestly... Black Ops 4 is very competitive, but at the same time, it's just, you know, for, you know, you know, the ish and giggles, you know, I'm not going to say the, you know, the, the whole thing, but just ish and giggles. And, and I I just don't like that no more because now it's mostly like the crossbows, X, uh, S6s and people just with no skill on the sniper rifle, just randomly shooting. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. So, I mean, Modern Warfare is going to be better than Black Ops 4. Um, from, 
again, from not a professional standpoint, but also from a just a moderate player standpoint. And it's just going to be good for everybody in general. But I'm trying to stay in the topic range of competitive for Call of Duty. Uh, this Thursday will be the official reveal trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare when it comes to multiplayer. So I'm definitely anticipating a competitive kind of style of trailer, you know, showcasing something competitive within the multiplayer trailer. So I had to wait and see on that. But uh, overall, uh, I'm hoping honestly Saturday or Sunday one, it's probably going to be Sunday. I am going to get a video recorded for the YouTube channel edition of the Morning Man Sports Podcast and go over my official thoughts on Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the multiplayer reveal trailer, and I'm and I'm pretty sure a beta is going to be coming our way at the end of this month, maybe early next month. And we're just going to mostly discuss competitive for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Moving on over, guys, we are talking now mostly about the Atlanta Falcons training camp 2019. Yes, that's right, guys. Training camp is pretty much done and over with now. Um, the Falcons, they are on their way to Kenton, Ohio to play their very first preseason game. And that's it's, honestly, it's going to it's gonna be amazing this year for the Falcons. And And the reason why I say that is because defense is looking just oh my god i mean they are looking better than last year i mean they're picking matt ryan off left and right uh desmond trufant um ricardo allen i mean demonte casey i mean all of them are picking matt ryan off and you're thinking okay well that's good but matt ryan's throwing interceptions guys Please, uh, the, I discussed this on Twitter with somebody, but, and they were worried that Matt Ryan was not going to do well with this Dirk Carter offense like he did back in 2012, but no, there, he's going to do good. The reason why Matt Ryan is throwing really a lot of interceptions is because these are plays that, you know, didn't even make no sense. For Pete's sakes, I mean, Dirk Carter's not going to put out an entire playbook of schemes in front of a public audience that could be potential scouts and within that mix. And like, ooh, I like that. You know, I'm going to write that down or whatever. No, that that's not going to happen. Because he knows the whole crowd is recording video, taking pictures, or just, just something crazy. So he said, oh, and I'm, oh, I know he didn't say this like specifically word by word. But I'm pretty sure, you know, he was thinking like, okay, Matty Heiss, um, we're just going to just go in the, like the, the, the less known area of the playbook that really just didn't work for me back then. And, uh, you're going to throw a lot of interceptions and that's fine. Cause, uh, that dude's recording a video, that dude's recording a video and Matt Ryan's like, okay, we'll do it. <laughs> so uh, that that's all it is. I mean, it's nothing to be concerned about. Now, however, though, I do want to shine a huge spotlight somewhere on offense, and that is in the tight ends category between Matt Ryan and Austin Hooper. This is going to be like a New England offense a little bit right here. And I know I'm crazy saying this, but if you really look at the New England offense, it was Brady to 
uh, Rob Gronkowski, um, Brady to Sony Michelle. I mean, I feel like we're going to get that type of offense out of Dirk Carter this year because Austin Hooper and Matt Ryan are really connected on some dimes. And, and and throughout the whole entire training camp, Matt Ryan connected some dimes into the red zone and, you know, on the, on the lines, you know, by you know, 50 yard to the 10 yard line, you know, or just something crazy like that. It wasn't too major. And of course, not really much contact. I mean, it's just like flag football, you know, you're just basically touching them and they're, they're, they're done <laughs> with that, with that kind of play. But overall, uh, I honestly feel like, guys, uh, th- this entire training camp was very successful. Uh, a lot of people are unhappy, of course, with Matt Ryan throwing interceptions. But again, it's it's training camp. You're not going to reveal too much out of your playbook. And that's the only reason why Matt Ryan's throwing interceptions. But whenever the, the real game hits, which is, I think, it's September 8th against Minnesota, that's where Matt Ryan is going to dig Deep down, no huddle, and call his own plays. I mean, yeah, he's going to use Dirk Carter's plays playbook, but Matt Ryan's going to add a few tweaks to it, and boom, we're we're gonna we're gonna do good on offense. Now, defense can look really good, like they've been the entire week of practice. This is going to be a very great season, and I definitely see us sweeping the Saints, Panthers, and Bucks. All right, here we go. Third and final discussion for today's episode of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. Guys, this past weekend was the Atlanta rain dominating over the Hunzago Spark. Yes, that's right, guys. I said that right. The Hunzago Spark lost to the Atlanta rain 3-1. to one. Definitely, guys, the Atlanta Reign in this 2-2-2 format, or meta, as people would call it, is looking very great. So, uh, on my laptop, I got, you know, the whole match summary stuff, and then on my phone, I got the playoff and stage playoffs, per, like, you know, standings. So, I'm going to go over, the, of course, the match summary first. So, overview of the Atlanta Rain 1, Mount 1, which is Ilios 2-0. Atlanta Rain won again on Temple Anubis, 2-1. Then the Atlanta Rain lost to the Hanzago Spark, 2-3 on King's Row. And Atlanta Rain won on Mount 4, Route 66, 1-0. Guys, um, my overall th- take on this, again... The 2-2-2 format, or meta, is outstanding for the Atlanta Reign. Uh, King's Row on this, or just any map from the old metas to this new meta, and just on so forward, they have trouble, really have some trouble with the this map. I don't know what it is. I want to say it's the tight quarters. And you go around because this whole map is like just bunched together and the Atlanta rain just is not comfortable with a close quarters map. And so that's why they actually succeed on a map like Ilios, Route 66, Temple Anubis. Um, I mean, because they're more, more open and expanded than really think than really anything else. Like King's Row, the only open part of the map is the beginning where you have to get the um 
escort the payload. Well, getting the payload out of that little garage right there. After that, that's it. That's your really biggest open area. And Atlanta Rain does so well right there. But then whenever it gets into that little street and going into that little factory, that's it. That is over with. And if Atlanta Rain can work on that, I feel like we could go. We we should have been undefeated on this um on this game or this excuse me this this matchup right here between uh, the Atlanta Rain and Hanzaga Spark. Uh, so now I'm gonna go into map specific details um, on the roster for the for oh excuse me Ilios. Was Nollar for damage, Erster damage, Pokepo tank, Doggo tank, muscle support, and Dogman support. Uh, definitely, I was right on Masa and Dogman staying on support because them two right there are key to making sure that Doggo, Pokepo, Pokepo, Erster, and Nollar stay alive. And and also in the support role, they could still make something happen. You know, offensively of like, you know, killing the other teammates like a BB, Rhea, Orta, Gosby. I mean, it's it's that kind of mentality on the support side of things. Yes, uh, I know Mercy is not one of the best supports ever. Well, I mean, she is as far as like, you know, healing the player. But whenever it comes to an offensive side of things to, you know, pull out her pistol and, you know, try to shoot at the enemy. She's not all that way, all not that, all not that great. But other players, or excuse me, characters, do really do really well. And I really like how Masa and Dogman can use all support players, or excuse me, characters, and make the best out of it. For Temple of Anubis, uh, we got Erster damage, Popo tank, Dog of Tank, Masa, and Dogman support again, and Bebe as damage. And then, map three, on the Hanzaku Spark win over the Atlanta Rain, we got Bebe as damage, damage, I mean, excuse me, Ursa as damage, Popo, Tank, FRD, Tank, Masa, and Dogman again is a port. And then finally, Route 66, Nalifer, Nailer, Naller, if you're pronouncing this right, is damage, Ursa's damage, Popo, tank, FRD, tank, and then of course, as always, Masa and Dogman is support. Uh, overall, guys, I give this whole match at least a good eight and a half stars out of ten because, I mean, Atlanta Rain needed this win. Atlanta Rain definitely needed this win right here, and the reason why I do rank it this somewhat moderate level is because of the King's Row loss. We should have won that because we moved the payload from checkpoint A to checkpoint B like really great. But then whenever it started getting towards checkpoint C in that little factory, we just like, oh my God, what are we doing? You know, we just lost our heads in that in that sort of scheme of things. And Hanzago Spark, of course, took advantage of that, and I don't blame him. But again, uh, the Atlanta Rain, they definitely need to work on c- controlling themselves in big moments. Because I know what they were thinking. 
we win this right here, we're, we're going to go on. We're going to go on to the next opponent and be done with the Hanzago Spark for the rest of this series. And that's it. And, and, the, and they just got caught up with by the Hanzago Spark. And then we changed things around in Route 66. So now going on over to the stage playoffs. So now in stage four, we got the Gonzaga chart. Hold on. I do not want to pronounce this wrong. You have the Gonzaga charge, the London Spitfire, Vancouver Titans, San Francisco shock. And then coming in at that number fifth spot, which actually we're tied um, with two other teams, the San Francisco shock and the Washington justice for that number four spot. But we're in that number fifth category right there. Uh, all of us are a plus two da map differential. And then number seven and number eight is the Chindao Hunters and the Los Angeles Valiant. So right now, as it stands, stage four, we're number fifth spot to go on to the stage four playoffs. But now if you look at it like this right here. Division leaders for playoffs, which will be in September for the Overwatch League uh, Season 2, we're out of it. We we are mathematically cut out. So for our next week, guys, we got two matchups, which I'm not going to go into details and statistics over that. But I want to say we need to win our matches. We really do. We need to win our matches for the rest of this stage right here to even mathematically at least get that last spot in the playoffs for September, which will be in Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center. So honestly, right now, here we are. So for the stage playoff cutoff, for the playoffs itself for in September, we're one, two, three, four. All right, we are five spots out of it. So right now, that's mathematically good. For us, uh, the the Gonzago Charge, uh, I really just don't see them going anywhere. Um, Philadelphia Fusion, they're playing for home, home field advantage. Uh, Soul Dynasty, I really don't see them doing, doing much. And the Shanghai Dragons, I'm, I'm not really expecting them to really do much. So everything's going to fall into place, I hope. Honestly, it does, and and most of the times I've been right on certain matches for not even just esports, but for like Falcon football and Georgia football, just wherever sports are concerned, I'm mostly right because I take a deep look at it. And I'm like, okay, well, this is what's going on, and if this certain team could take advantage of it, we're going to win, and like I said, nine times out of ten, I am mostly right. Um, it's just like one, one example during the Falcons and Green Bay game. Once we scored a few points on Green Bay, I, I don't even think we even took a lead during that game last year, but once Green Bay f figured out a certain play style that was going to try out to, you know, just outmaneuver them, they captured onto it. And I said, yep, they just called on. Now they're going to uh, just totally kick our asses. <laughs> and of course they did despite them not even making the playoffs either. So I was so happy about that. Um, so, but either way, um, wow, I keep saying I'm a lot, but anyways, the Atlanta rain won three to one against the Hanzago spark. So next week we are moving on to two games in a row. 
one a Saturday and one a Sunday, and I will get to those on Friday's podcast of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. And I'm just going to be discussing a lot of things on there too, so definitely be prepared for that. Guys, uh, that is all the time I have for today's podcast. I sure hope you did enjoy. And if you did, make sure to like on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be getting your podcast from. I'm uh, definitely working on getting this podcast, guys, to be up in the ranks and definitely trying out some more SEO things to monetize this channel. We're not monetize this channel, but get it out there for the public. And uh, just share it around with your friends, guys, because I definitely do appreciate any support that you can bring my way. And if they like any esports, Falcon football, Georgia football, um, Call of Duty Worldly, whatever, send them my way because, again, I appreciate it and definitely want to make this into something where I could just wake up and do it every morning. So, and I cannot do it without you guys. So, again, Thank you all so much for listening. I come work. We'll catch you all later. Peace.